To the broadcast, Kevin Hastings along with Jawan Wilson, her and Yancey. Get our get our Jawan's intro music out, uh, folks. Here in the first few broadcasts, doing our best to put everything together, uh, get everything going and, and running smooth. We got to check our audio. Do what? Nah, well, Andre may join us. Jason may join us. I don't know what people are doing today, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna go off uh, what we got here at the moment. So it's uh, Jawan. Uh, myself and Hunter, Hunter Yancey. Let me move over here and block that light behind me, you folks. Good, uh, good afternoon if you're watching on Facebook. Uh, Juan in the uh, Bulls gear, Hunter in the Yancey gear. Yeah. Can you tell what that is? Yes, my father's company. Yeah. What's the hat? Is that, uh, it's just a North Carolina oh, okay. hat. I thought that, I thought that just, was nah. no, 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 as well. No, I just, I like the hat. Okay. I like that. I do. That's what it is. Well, good morning. Well, it ain't good morning. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. Uh, January tenth, twenty twenty. It's actually my wife's birth birthday today, so we oh, just yeah. got back from uh, eating lunch with uh, with them over there at the school. Had to bring the, the kids some cupcakes and sing a happy birthday song for for the yeah. wife and everybody. The kids like it when I come over there and break up the uh, break up the monotony of the school. They were taking a test when I walked in, so I just ruined. What grade she teach again? Second. So she's got the uh what is that, nine year olds? Something like that. You know? Uh first or six. Eight. Eight eight year olds. So six seven, six, seven, six graders or six graders. Kindergartners are five, six year olds. Yeah. And then Yeah, she got seven, eight. So she's uh having fun with that today. Uh we'll we'll have another we'll have a little birthday celebration tonight tomorrow, but happy birthday to her. Uh if you see her on Facebook, which you know, it's not official telling anyone happy birthday Juan, unless it's on facebook you don't know that and well, you're someone who doesn't have facebook. never my birthday then so, so and, and i and i don't put my birthday on the face on the book why not because i want random people telling me happy birthday <laughs> I, I really because then i would have to tell them happy birthday kevin's birthday and wanna, is and i don't want to uh i don't want to have to tell other people happy birthday so i'd rather i'd rather <laughs> just not know 
Not don't no tell mind. me so I don't have to tell you. Right. <laughs> I learned that in Crown that's Creek. You. I learned that's that from you. my neighbor in Crown Creek, two or three houses down. That's, oh. a, that's a Farley right there. Oh, Fred. Is that not a Farley act? If yeah. I don't say nothing, then they won't say nothing to me. <laughs> I got that straight from him. Nobody told me it was my <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Nobody said it. I got that straight from him. Well good, well, good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to talk some NFL playoffs today. Um, a little bit of a couple of other things here and there for fun. It's the weekend. Uh, to, the, the championship game is uh, Monday night. We're going to get break that down uh, Monday afternoon for you guys on that. We'll have a little bit more on Saturday. Uh, Saturday morning sports talk eight to ten. We'll definitely have some Saturday uh, football on that because uh, college football on that because that'll be the last time before that show. So tomorrow, live on WLON, we'll be doing uh, the college football. Um, Hunter, good yeah. afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome. Uh, we've been checking out some Hornets games lately uh, to get started here on the show. Uh, if you folks checking in on your Hornets, you know they gave up uh, Kimba Walker. A lot of people thought it'd be the end of the franchise, but it depends on how you looked at it. You know, they've been sitting in the mm-hmm. the, the ten to fifteen draft spots uh, for the last few years, and really hadn't done nothing up, nothing of it. Right. And then they turn around and he walks away. We don't get anything for him, and we're still in the same exact spot, eight nine seed, uh, yeah. looking to. We're going to be in the lottery, but we'll never. Doesn't seem like we'll ever get lucky enough to win the lottery, Hunter. No. Um, so uh, you've been checking them out. Um, I, I was there when Kimba was there, and, and I didn't get asked my questions. It's not like I didn't get to. Right. I didn't think I wanted to at that time. I don't know how I feel, how it was going, but I really wanted to ask him and put him on the spot. And, but but you know, as well as I do, Hunter, these some of these Charlotte reporters that they would rather be friends and yeah. That then then critique the hard, yeah then critique the, the, the local I mean, the local athlete. That's because we only get so many superstars down there. I, we get, you go to another city, they'll ask them like real questions and critique them. In Charlotte, you're like, hey, how's your puppy? And yeah. how's your family? Have you seen all the stuff about Matt Rule and his family and everybody's oh, doing all this stuff? And I'm like, he hasn't coached a game yet. Like y'all don't they even like know him if he, all, they like him. Y'all don't even know if he's good. They love. They, they, they like him already. The, the, the hype. What what the really hype is so sold funny. him? What sold Matt Rule was when he basically got on the podium and started giving his speech on why football is the greatest sport ever. And, and basically, and, and went out there all and, Panther fans are going to overlook the fact that he called the Giants and asked them if they would be willing to match their offer. Really, he didn't straight up accept the offer. He called the because he he had a he had a, a meeting scheduled with them later in the week. They told him no, but Carolina's the place where he needed to be all along mm. or wanted to be all along. Right. So that's, are you inferring that's the smoke that's that he smoke really thing. wanted to be in New York? Yes. Well, he has, <laughs> he has ties with the Giants. Right. He worked okay. there when he was younger, the offensive again, line, like assistant coach. Again, we said this last week: New York Giants, Carolina Panthers, and I and, and I know Panther fans. You guys got to realize where you are in in this world, and and you're not a top of the line franchise. You've only had seven winning seasons in 25 years. Uh-oh. What I'm saying, they're not the Giants. Are those Giants? No, Giants no. got two. Are they Super the Bowls. Cowboys or Redskins or Eagles? You know who they are? They're the Cincinnati Bengals of the NFC. Both both teams from the Queen City. Both teams mm. have lost two Super Bowls. Both teams have a kitty cat mascot. <laughs> And both teams drafted a quarterback in 2011, and now the one of them has led has won a Super Bowl. So 
they're, they're the exact same teams to me. If so, you say Panthers, I think Bengals. I mean, you, you guys finally got off the schneid. The Eagles finally won one. So, I mean. Oh, but we, okay. <laughs> I mean, would you put the Panthers franchise ahead of the Eagles? No, no. Okay, well, that, not. well, that's where I'm going with that is like, um, you got to learn your, uh, what I mean by the rule thing is there is there is kind of a pecking order. Like, people were like, why didn't McCarthy talk with someone else after the Cowboys? I'm like, it's the Dallas Cowboys. It's, Cowboys, um, it's just certain things. Like, it, if you're like Urban Meyer said he was willing to come out. Right. For who? The Dallas. Cowboys. Yeah. He wasn't coming out for the, you know, Tampa Bay Bucks. He wasn't coming out for the Giants. Or, right. or the Carolina Panthers. I mean, everybody dislikes the Cowboys until they offer you a job. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Oh, until, yeah. until you realize, oh, Jerry Jones is going to be writing my check, which yeah. can be very large, because I was listening to uh, another podcast on my way here, and, and the guy made a great point. He was like, there's no salary cap in coaching. No. Yeah. So it's whoever really can afford to give you the deepest pocket. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're going to want to be able to go there and that's win. That's why people wonder why go, the Giants. Yeah didn't get a big type of name when they have all the money. You definitely got the no, money. No reason to not spend on a, a big-name type of coach. That's, I read, I, that's their question. What I read from reporters, and they say people within the Giants' front office, mm-hmm. when Joe Judge came in there, his presence what and basically how he handled the interview. He brought presents? That's what... <laughs> P R E S E N C presents. Bring presents. Yeah. But they said it was just uh, how he handled the interview. It was the best interview they've had for a coaching candidate. Uh, he had some great ideas. He wanted to come in here and almost change the locker room, not quite be everything that New England is, mm-hmm. but make it a little bit more sound, uh, not as dysfunctional under Shermer mm-hmm. uh, last year and McAdoo, the prior years oh, before McAdoo. so i don't know i think that this was almost a safe hire for the giants i know we spoke on it a little bit wednesday yeah. but if you look at it deeper to me it's like kind of like how people were saying about the mccarthy hire it was almost just a safe hire yeah you know they're just going to put him on a little bit of a leash see what he can do within the first few years see if he's ready because he was in talks to take the head coaching position at Mississippi State. Well, Mississippi State just filled that with Mike Leach. Yeah, I've seen that. A very successful Mm -hmm. coach out of Washington State. So he obviously has what it takes to be a coach. I just don't know if it's at this level this early. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it works out in the NFC East now that there are three Mm. new head coaches there. But when it comes to the Giants getting Joe Judge, I think that also plays into the fact, you know, Kevin just said Matt Rule wanted the Giants to match the Panthers' offer. Well, the Giants are probably sitting here saying, we're not going to overpay for a head coach. like For an unproven head coach. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's obviously proven himself on the college level, but at the professional level, we just don't know yet. So we're not going to commit. That much money. The seven-year contract deal, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I want you to give a coach a good leash so he knows, hey, I'm going to have some time to build the program. But you didn't have to unload the Brinks truck on him for seven years. You know, I mean, I think some coaches, yes, they want some money, but the fact that 
they know that they're going to have some job stability is at least what's going to make the the job opening more attractive. That's why a lot of people are like, hey, no wonder Cleveland struggles to really get any coaches to consider going to Cleveland when they fire one after every yeah. season. Yeah, there's no there's no stability. So I like what Carolina did in get. I don't know about rule himself, but whatever coach they brought in, they were like, all right, we're going to give you seven years. All right, seven years. I don't know how long he'll last out of those yeah. seven years, but that at least is telling him, hey, all right, we're going to give you a shot. We're going to let you take over and put your fingerprints on this football team. But I wouldn't have given him that much money. Yeah. Not how, at all. How long do you think you get before, how can I say it, before they change their mind? Like you come Three up, years. Three years. Three years. Some like the, some, depend, some type of well, production in those. It's gonna depend really where you're at. Yeah. Because if it's a franchise like this, is how the Giants have become now. They're used to winning, but now no matter the past two coaches they've had, they've only lasted for like two seasons. Yeah. And they said, "Man, McAdoo wasn't good at we're all." We're not. We're not winning. We are a storied franchise, and we're not winning. We've had enough. We got to get back to winning. Yeah. Carolina, you've seen they they'll give you a little bit of wheel or a little bit of, uh, you know, rope to work with. Yeah. They'll give you some time. Cleveland, though, they're like, look, we're, we've been nothing but dysfunction. <laughs> we're trying anything to win. So I guess it really just depends on the team yeah. and uh, how their front office works. Because the, the, the one out there that's the staple everybody wishes they could be is Pittsburgh. They've got three coaches. Three well, maybe, well, maybe the coach of the year Bill Cower and then Mike Tomlin. Yeah. They just don't give up on coaches. And this could have been a year where the Steelers look at it and say, well, Mike, if you don't do great, that's fine. But the Steelers haven't done anything playoff-wise in the last five to six years anyways, but they've continued to give him opportunities. I think really he's benefited from Cincinnati being weak. Everybody knows what Cleveland is. And the up and down years sometimes that you can get out of Baltimore. But now, I mean, that that division is on the rise. So when it comes to coaching, really, I think it just has, like, on how long a coach lasts. Yeah. It, it all comes down to how the owner is. And so far, what we've seen out of Tepper in Carolina is he's, he's almost trigger happy right now. Yeah. Because he wants to win so bad. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to win, but... He's just pulling the trigger, and he's spending money left and right, left and right. So we'll see how it is in Carolina. We'll see how it is in New York. I didn't. I had not known that Matt Rule called New York. I didn't know after that he got offered the contract from Carolina to see if they would match. Because then you really see where he wanted to be. Yeah. So let low. So that's that's a good thing to point out for Panthers fans. It's like let's not get it twisted now. Yeah, he might be a good coach, but you were not his first no, option. Hey man, look, New York is New York. <laughs> I mean, so, even even without talking about sports, like just being in New York, like you know. How about you know for 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 the for the Panther fans and and Matt Rule, you know, like kind of like what Hunter just said is that. It's not he, you obviously weren't his number one choice right. because he wouldn't have called the Giants and, and asked to uh, if they would match that. Um, and, and I warned Panther fans of this. The reason I mentioned something with with Kimba and the Hornets is that they're already falling in love with the guy before 
anything's ever happened. And, right. and, and teams and, and, and fans of teams get in this habit or, or problem, I think, of all the time to where no matter what your team does, mm-hmm. even in politics, yeah, no matter what your team does, you defend that team no matter what. Right. People are more loyal to their sports teams than they are their girls and their guys. You're right. Like that that is that that that's, I, I can't that argue is, with that. That is some, true. that is something that, that just baffles me. So when people are like, why don't you you know, the whole Cowboys thing, well like, okay, if the if the owner doesn't want to win win games and sell hot dogs for twenty five years, he doesn't care if I'm if I'm if I'm pulling for him on Sunday. It's not hurting Jerry Jones's heart one bit if I pull for him and his team on uh, Sunday. They've got plenty of fans. So uh, so what I'm saying is like <laughs> plenty. So, so Hunter here is a Redskins fan. Right. They're getting Rivera. He sit here and watched it. He's only had three winning seasons in nine years. All of the the, the articles and everything out about Rivera were like, "Gosh, we we hope he's not." We, they didn't want him to leave. They didn't want him to go anywhere. They, it, but it's three winning seasons in nine years. Like, at what point do you like with the Hornets? You know, uh, you've never won made a conference final. But let's keep let, let's keep you know Kimba and his friends together so we all feel good. And that's that's kind of the same thing that it seems to me that they're doing with these coaches that they didn't want Rivera gone, but he only won three out of nine. One out of three seasons is not good. Having a win, Jason Garrett has never had a losing season, and they and they want to throw him out the door and call him garbage. And he, he is garbage though, Kevin. He ain't garbage. Can't have you can't not have losing seasons. You want to be Kevin? Not garbage. He doesn't have a play sheet on the sideline. He's the head coach. Why He's does like, all the other head coaches have play sheets? Well, you t- I, first of all, I'm not here to defend Jason Garrett because I don't pull for him. <laughs> I don't saying. even know what you're talking about as far as the, the, the play sheet thing. When is you the, watch him on the sideline, he doesn't have a play sheet. That's why he's able to clap so much. <laughs> I'm not. That's not a joke. I'm being dead serious. If you go back and look, he doesn't have a play sheet. Uh, that's just suspicious to me. So that's every coach saying. does have a play sheet. I got. I want to have to look uh, this up. I got. I got to find this theory. Please do. <laughs> please do. I know my coach got a play sheet, <laughs> so. He calls the plays, don't he? He does now. Don't that's because we lost Frank Wright. He started calling them after we lost Frank Frank Wright, which was foul. I, I don't think Garrett calls the plays. Yeah, Mm-mm. you will not find well, a picture of this man with a play sheet. I promise you. <laughs> but I'm what would he, at him, I, I just don't get. One, I just don't get what he, what <laughs> well, he need one for. Here's what the rumor was, and I kind of alluded to it. I think Wednesday when we last did this. Um. Supposedly, when they were going into the season, that's why they put Kellen Moore at offensive coordinator. They were going to let Kellen Moore take over play calling, which is also Dak Prescott's best friend. They didn't. I mean, they didn't have awful, like they weren't awful, but they didn't have a lot of success. And then what is being told is that Jason Garrett started to take over play calling. Back. Again. Okay, yeah, I remember you talking about this the other day. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know how much of that is true because do you want to know who? first said that it was one of the commentators it was either troy aikman or tony romo and i'm thinking it was probably tony romo that said they were watching one of the games and the cowboys were struggling and he was like hey it looks this this offense looks a lot like something jason garrett would do yeah so that's when the rumors started around again i'm not i'm not 100 sure if he did start taking over play calling again but i i've noticed since you brought it up, there are a lot of times that he did not have a play sheet in his hand. <laughs> but I'm not going to knock I'm every not, head I'm coach not for it. Hey. Because I said it, uh, they are actually there to delegate. 
Yeah. They have offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators there for a reason. Right. So for Jason Garrett, to me, I think the reason for the lack of his success might have just been, you know, what he was trying to do with the team didn't work. Yeah. He could never make his mind up with supposedly all that talent. One losing season was the year that Romo got hurt. Every other year, they, he's not had a losing season. The play sheet thing, I don't know if that bothers me as much as, I guess it, it, it might bother if you notice it. I've never, from a head coach, I've honestly never, never noticed. If, if, if you could tell me every well, head coach does or don't, I'd believe you well, would. Well, but, uh, but the, the if you're not thing, calling plays, I don't see why a head coach would necessarily The only thing that it. would make me question of why does he not have a play sheet, <clears throat> and if he is calling plays, then it's maybe he he's them. pulling it out of his ass. Maybe, I mean, that's, I, I, maybe he knows the I know plays. Is when I watch football, my eyes notice that all the other coaches do, and oh, he oh, doesn't. On um, on Tecmo Bowl, there's only four plays. <laughs> four running Bowl, plays. You don't need but one. Four running plays. You don't need but one running play on Tecmo. Play. Well, you need two plays. Throw it deep, run it right. <laughs> that's it. I am unbeatable on Tecmo Bowl, by the way. I don't know. With, with your boys. Yeah. I can't be beat with your boys. I've never beat you. I've never beat you before on on your game with Eagles. I at, cannot be beat with house. the Eagles. At Tecmo, you can get Bo. You can have Bo Jackson. All That's you why want. I usually like. To play I don't with even Bo care. Jackson. Doesn't uh, matter to me. Marcus Allen. You can have him all you want because you got to do two you, things. The you plays don't know much about this Tecmo guard. Bowl stuff, right? <laughs> no. I said you don't know much about this Tecmo Bowl stuff, <laughs> nah. right? No. no. <laughs> I know what Madden is. Right. I know what Madden is. I know what three dimensional graphics yeah. looks like. Yeah. I know what that looks like. So uh, yeah, the tweet the tweet of the day yesterday, Juwan uh, was uh from Terrell Owens. Oh yeah. T.O. says the Cowboys' next order of business is letting Dak walk and signing Tom Brady. Dun, dun, dun. That's what T.O. wants. That the Hall of Fame wide receiver. a mistake. But, hey, that's T.O.'s quarterback. Why? That's, that's yeah. my quarterback. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the man, same T.O. That's my man. quarterback. Man. T.O. sees the same garbage from Dak that I do, apparently. You, you don't like Dak? He is adequate. It's a good word. It's a good word. What'd they go this year? Nine and seven. Yeah. He'll get you nine and seven. No, they're eight, 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 aren't they? They're eight, eight, eight. Eight. Yeah, they're okay, eight. Well, uh, okay, well, that's that's what I see out of a perfect. Really? That's what I see out of a non-perfect scenario for Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Unless everything is perfect, the defense is going to live up to what it's supposed to be. Zeke's getting you hundred yard games it's left the, and it, right. It's the Zeke thing. It's the, the, the Zeke the record. thing. He's like man. he's like twenty and two or something like that. When Zeke gets a hundred, it's so ridiculous. Like Zeke that. Mm-hmm. needs to get the ball. Okay, let me ask you this: Is do you think Zeke's better than uh, Henry from the Titans? Yeah. Right. So what? Like, why can't yeah. they just give Zeke the ball? You know, twenty-five to thirty times a game. Well, you just said Jason Garrett didn't have a play sheet. He didn't know what was. You don't need <laughs> look. This this he is what has, I assume. He don't even have a check mark okay, to write so down that he called a run. None of us ain't never coached before, <laughs> so I'm just assuming when you got an offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and he's calling the plays. Right. I'm just assuming if you're the coach, I, I guess you got the 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 last word to say run it this time or pass it this time. Most coaches are on a run pass train, not not hey run the Z Y drag X X over to the two five. No, 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 I'm not that's saying, a, I'm not saying that. But I'm I'm just saying like and, know, and in fact on most third of, and two. Most of them probably ain't even saying anything sure until head, third down probably. Well I'm saying on you know third I mean? and two, I'm sure if you was gonna throw it, I'm sure the head coach can be like, nah, run it this time. Yeah. You know? So 
You can't just relay the message. Yeah, hey, man, we need, give it to Zeke. You don't need a play sheet to say give it to Zeke. Run whatever play that – run one of the 32 plays you have for Zeke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, I don't think it's that hard. Well, but I'm not did, a coach. Okay, well, if we're sticking with the Cowboys real quick and we're talking about how Zeke probably is the reason that the Cowboys have success yeah. besides Dak Prescott. So Zeke got his money. Jalen Smith money. got his money. Yep. And they gave the defensive end to Marcus Lawrence his money. He they're got his they're money. throwing money everywhere. I think Lawrence got for, his money first, right? Yes. Yeah. They've got two key players on the offensive side of the ball that still need their money. Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper's contract is up at the you know, this offseason. Yeah. I've heard rumors throughout, you know, the media, just what everybody's speaking on, that more people, they're more in touch in Dallas than I am. Yeah. I cannot sit here and say I have a guy in Dallas that calls me every day. My sources. But, yeah, my sources, <laughs> a.k.a. television. Yeah. Uh, my my sources tell me Amari Cooper wants to be one of the high, if not the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. You think he should be? No. No, me neither. God, no. No, me neither. I was listening to I think they talked about it earlier today on Skip and Shannon. And Shannon made a great point. He said, man, to me, he's not even a five, top five receiver in the league. Because I want you to think about it. The two highest paid mm-hmm. wide receivers right now, Michael Thomas, deserving, and yeah. Julio Jones. Deserving. Who would be your third then? I've already named those two who would be your third because um, probably the same one I'm going to say. DeAndre Hopkins. Yep, there's my there's That's my three. Third. There's who's, my third. Who's four? Might as well go ahead and round them out since four. we had three. All right, we'll do five right now. Four. I could say Mike Evans. I like Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a beast. Like and not, I'm not just giving homage to a wide receiver for Tampa Bay because Andre. No, 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 no. He's a he is an animal. Yeah. Right? The man's a monster. Um, you can make the argument that Stephon Diggs is a top five wide receiver in the league. For the yeah, Minnesota I guess you Vikings. Could make the you could yeah. make the argument. Um, Amari Cooper, in his last seven games, never had back-to-back 100-yard se- receiving games. He definitely didn't show up um, in the big games that the Cowboys needed him to show they, up. They, they, he did not. Doesn't help his quarterback. If he, if he was in the top five, another, I guess those last two could be debatable. I, if well, he was, he'd one. be right at five. Well, here's another one. I mean, if he, the quarterback was better this year for him, Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen, too. Yeah. The Chargers. There's so many wide receivers in the league. That just because you got a big name to you in Dallas I think does T- not guarantee. I think is better than Cooper right now. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Got, that doesn't mean <laughs> that he's a top a big five game, wide receiver. I have to get to you. I mean, so, I mean, here's the thing. I, well, what he has more for him is they say he's the best route runner in football. I don't care. DK Metcalf can't run. They say any other route than a go route. He go just route. went for a buck sixty <laughs> oh, man. in a playoff game. We don't game even have to talk about that against the Eagles. Yeah. I know, you, I I know your secondary is not great, <laughs> but he's not running any fancy <laughs> routes and just yeah, went for a buck sixty. You said that before the game that your secondary was gonna horrible. Give up a couple. Well, so uh, to me, yeah. just because Amari Cooper can run some fancy routes, it don't mean nothing to me. I'm not a huge fan of route running when the quarterback can just really put it anywhere on him. If he's running a, his, a route across the I'll field. I'll tell you why that don't matter. I just, say, go ahead. I'm just saying, if he's running a drag route across the field and he's got a cornerback, the opposite cornerback, closing down on him, I, I don't care if he ran the perfect route. Dak Prescott, if he's the you know the right quarterback, like a Drew Brees, is not going to put the ball yeah. out in front of him where the defensive back's breaking. He's going to put it behind him. You're, yeah. you're, you're kind of going where I was going with that. Um, and Juan, what she's asking about Dak earlier. 
you know, there's there's quarterbacks that can throw you open and quarterbacks throw it to you when you're open. When you're open. He's a when Dak you're open. Dak is a when you're open. Yeah. Cam Newton is a when you're open. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and and what we mean by that, if a guy's covered, say Breeze, he'll throw it to where it's it can't be caught by the defense and the only person that can catch is the offense and yeah. he'll throw you open. So for, for you listeners, if you're going, you know, running deep down the sideline and the guy's on the inside, Breeze is going to throw it to the outside shoulder. Mm-hmm. Or if the guy's got his back turned, he could throw it to the inside. You just cut up underneath yeah. him, and that's what I mean by throwing it, throwing it, throwing him open. Is that you know you can have these these quarterbacks that can live, they can survive by throwing it open because they they are they make good decisions. Mm-hmm. All right, here, here's a perfect example. Jameis is the quarterback that makes bad decisions when he throws it when you open. Dak is making good decisions when he throws it when he's open. So. And and that's what I mean by is that Cam and that's when he get would get in trouble, is he would throw it would get high he'd drop that elbow the ball would get high, um and, and if you wait on guys to get when when you're open the guys with these super arms that's what they try to do yeah and Brett Favre used to get in trouble and he did that because he would wait till you get open and just try to put it in there just hard, try to hard as he can yeah. yeah and 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 that's what I'm getting with the Dak thing is that and and when people ask about Kyle Allen I've seen him make a couple throws where he threw some people open I'm like guys. Better be careful, just throwing him out the door. Um, Dak's not. I, I'm not. He's not terrible. He's he's adequate. He's good enough to win. Um, if Trent Dilfer could win a Super Bowl, Dak Prescott probably can too. But they need a stellar defense and to feed Zeke, like you just said. Yeah. And they're not doing it. All right, I think uh, it's all about Zeke. Let's talk. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the playoffs. First, playoffs. First game <laughs> is Saturday. I love uh, Saturday NFL football. Yeah. Now, Hunter, if this was college, these teams wouldn't even be in this in the bracket yet. We still wouldn't be in the playoffs. Ah, okay. Because remember, you voted yeah. for the top four. Right. The Giants would never have a Super Bowl if this was if the NFL did like college. So the NFL actually plays two weeks of playoffs mm-hmm. before you would get to the actual playoff round. That would be college, and they act, and then there's no voting. I mean, to get here. I'm perfectly fine with it. <laughs> FBS 1A and FCS, they do it. They, they, every, every sport does. Every, everything does, you know, with tournament style. and Underwater basket weaving. And college <laughs> football has gotten close with it, but it's not good enough because only four teams. What? Are you kidding me? I, I, to me, I know this, is be a, this will be short for college football just because I know we're going into playoffs, but I think they honestly could copy this exact – uh, they could copy what the NFL does exactly for the playoffs. You can give the maybe top four teams a bye, yeah. one through four, and then have the rest of them play. Who cares if the rest of them get left out? But yeah. give them, just give them a break. Because I'm going to be honest, there's no guarantee that even with those extra weeks off, you're not going to come out there and not have rust. It's yeah. all, the whole question of a rest over rust. And I just think it's it's a shame that college football – doesn't expand, but uh, they will I, very soon. Yeah, I mean, very I, I'd be down for the expansion, man, because, you know, all those other bowl games, it, hardly anybody even watches them, man. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, they were the, the still, smaller. Just, they were still playing bowl games, like, earlier this week. I know. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Like, it's, the, you know, when the bowl the season first game. starts, you know, you got a game coming on at 1130 in the morning. You know what yeah. I'm saying? A bowl game, yeah. like. They could expand it and and eliminate some of those and you know this is what they're make worried a bigger about. Tree. Why the NCAA is worried about this, I don't know because we know good and well they truly don't care. They don't want the bowl games to run over into exams. 
Really? Okay. Yeah, they because then they would have to back it up because it would be longer. You would okay. they would probably still keep the bowl games that they have. It would have to start earlier, and then it would take the student athletes, you know, away from being able to focus on their, you know, on their tests. Yeah. But I'll be honest, how many student athletes really give that, a shit about their tests? That's exactly what I was thinking. That's all stupid. Yeah, so, so they don't care. They don't care. And, and and I was gonna say, let's not act like the NCAA mm-hmm. truly cares right. because they want the money anyway. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. So. All right, guys, let's pick some uh, NFL playoffs. Uh, first game Saturday is the uh, 49ers hosting the Vikings. Mm. Seven-point spread, San Francisco favored. That seems big to me. I mean, the Saints were favored by eight at home. Uh, I know San Francisco's dome team heading outside, but it's not, I don't think the weather's going to be too bad out there. You mean Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. The weather's not going to be too bad in San Francisco. No, absolutely I don't not. I think so this weekend. Um, so... I mean, it's going to be 65 in Baltimore. It don't even have the predict the weather up yet for the San Francisco. It's going to be 65 in Baltimore? Yeah. Wow. It's supposed to be 70 degrees tomorrow around here. Just depends if it's going to rain or not. All right, so 49ers hosting the Vikings. Um, before the year started, I didn't have the Ra- Ravens or 49ers in the playoffs, and I missed them both. They're the one seeds. They'll play Saturday. Uh, Vikings six. Are both those six seeds? The yeah, Vikings is a yeah. five, right? No, they are six. They're six. Both the six seeds won. Uh, so the one seeds host the six seeds on Saturday. Uh, for $177 in San Francisco, Santa Clara is where the game's at. You can see it. Hunter, how you feel about who wins the game and then about that spread? Who wins the game? I think, uh, I think Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers are good enough to make a Super Bowl run. So, His, historically, real quick, seventy-five percent of the home teams win in this mm-hmm. round. So, so, so one of them, you got to pick one upset today. Yeah, well, through, I, through I can do that possibly. Okay, um, but I'm gonna. This is not one of them. I'm gonna take San Francisco to win this ball game. Um, the spread, though, seven. God, that's a lot. And the reason why yeah, I say it's a lot, a lot is because. The offense for San Francisco can sputter at times. Just because Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo is still <clears throat> young. And Jimmy Garoppolo has shown at times this year that he sputtered against weaker defenses. He sputtered against Arizona right. for a little while. Right. He sputtered against the Seattle Seahawks the first time they played him. And then he sputtered against Atlanta, the Hawks. that, or I'm sorry, the Falcons. That's basketball. The Falcons. At later into the season, I mean, it was kind of a shootout between the Falcons, but I mean, they still lost that game. The defense is suspect at times, but I still think it's a very strong defense. Was that nine and zero against? I mean, yeah, nine and nothing against the Redskins. Yeah, that was that was in the rain. It, like it was part of monsoon. Here's some things to think about, Juwan. As you're thinking about these picks, the 49ers' last five games were all within a touchdown. Three, two, seven, three, five. They blew out the Packers, and then five-point win, three-point loss, five-point win. Blew out the Panthers, nine to nothing with the with with the uh, Redskins. They started off hot, but once those first eight games went through, every game since one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine straight games of ten or less points 
in every game. Well, the Packers, I'm sorry. 9 out of 10, 10 or less points. And this is where I'm getting at. So there's that 7-point spread. I don't know about this 7-point spread because defensively, I, I know, I know win this game after I, New I know that the Packers' defense is better than it has been, but Minnesota across the board has got a better defense yeah. than the Packers. And the Packers got blown out by San Francisco, but I don't think that'll be the case here. They, I don't think the, that'll be the case. Technically, if you look at it player by player, even Minnesota's got better skill players they do. than Green Bay. Green Bay without Devontae Adams for a lot of the season. The good so, news for San Francisco, Hunter, yeah, is that the only three times they lost this year was to a team with a nickname that's a bird. Interesting. So they haven't lost to like a Viking yet. They've lost <laughs> to the Falcons, the Ravens, and the Seahawks. Well, they beat the Cardinals I, twice, if that gives yeah. you anything, to beat the Seahawks once. So they're 3-3 three and three versus Birds this year, 10-0 uh, and 0 versus everybody else. <laughs> well, I'll say this. 3-3 three and three uh, versus Birds, 10-0 and 0 versus everybody I'm else. Taking, I'm taking That's I'll, the I'll stat just finish to it off. I'll just finish off. San yeah. Francisco, <laughs> I'm taking San Francisco to win this game. Does Minnesota Ooh. cover? I take Minnesota to cover. Yeah, I take Minnesota to cover. I think I may take Minnesota not just because I think San Fran's such a, I mean, uh, Minnesota's a better team. Um, just because I got to take at least one upset, and I think this one might be it. Um, I don't think Garoppolo's better than Kirk Cousins, me personally. Um, I think they're pretty much equal. I think they're almost the same guy. Um, Garoppolo ain't been to the playoffs. You know, he's still still young in his career. You know, Kirk Cousins just won his first one, but he looked good doing it. Uh, but I will say Vikings got the better receiving core. Easily. Uh, Vikings has, you know, San Fran's got three running backs they use. N- none of them are better than Dalvin Cook. I think as a whole they are. As okay, a whole. I can give you that. Hey, da- my one to your three. I, I mean, I would hope so. I would say because <laughs> I've seen San Francisco multiple times this year. Where one of those three running backs has gone for 100 yards. Yeah, it, it's I agree. not always the same one. No, no. So I he, have one on my and fantasy, it, and that's one of the things with San Francisco is you know people talk about Garoppolo. Can he throw the ball? Well, it doesn't matter. Kyle Shanahan loves to run the ball. Yeah, he loves to run the ball. If he can get scored scoring done early, have a lead, I he'll probably he'll probably just run the ball, run the clock out. I don't. To me, it would. I just, I think Kyle Shanahan is going to outcoach Mike Zimmer in this game, and it's crazy to think because this is Kyle Shanahan's second year as a head coach. But I just, I think he'll use the personnel better than Mike Zimmer will at Minnesota. Well, you know, Zimmer, he he's going to dial something up for defensively. He, yeah. I, I think he'll have something ready to go. Um, and I think Zimmer's a pretty solid coach too. Um, I just don't know, man. I mean, I, it really comes down to, you know, who you trust more, Kirk Cousins or Jimmy Garoppolo um, and the run game. Um, I just don't know, man. So I'm just telling me to take the Vikings, so that's what I'm going to do. So Kirk Cousins on the road, two in a row for Juan. I mean, I'm not saying Garoppolo had not want anything to, to make me think no. that you have to pick him. Um, that 49ers defense, though, just looking at that across the board, those games that they're winning, every game's close. So, I mean, they only lost three games all season. 
Two of them were by three points. The other one by a touchdown to the Falcons. So they've pretty much been unbeatable uh, for the most part. Um, So I I don't know. Um, Yeah, this whole new season now, though. Yeah, I just um, I'm probably going to go the 49ers on this one. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, look at the upset across the board. I got to pick and let me one. just say this too: the Vikings know. had the Saints. The Vikings defense had the Saints in check, man. And 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 Garoppolo's definitely not Drew Brees. I think um, the Vikings. I mean, the the Saints' biggest problem is that game. And and since they've let Ingram go, is they have went away from the run a little bit because Kamara is so the power run. Kamara is so elusive on the outside. They kind of do with him like. The Panthers do yeah, with McCaffrey. Yeah, I totally agree with and then, that. And then you lose a lot of when you're in the playoffs, you gotta run the ball and, and they can say you don't have to all you want. But yeah. I'm sorry. Uh Titans at Ravens. Uh will Derrick Henry run wild on the number I think they're the number one defense in the NFL yeah. now. Right. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Well, maybe in the postseason. Yes, there's still left. Well, as, yeah. That no uh, yes, that's left. Yeah. Because the Patriots, it was Patriots, right? Patriots, Patriots and the one. Bills both lost, so they're, I believe they're the highest-rated defense still left right. in the playoffs. Um, Ravens and, and Titans. Does Derrick Henry run wild? Well, it depends on what you mean by run wild. Like, if he gets a solid 80 yards, I still think he's done his job. Yeah. He can still catch out of the backfield. He's not Kamara. But if he can get you 80, almost 90 yards, I think that's still a solid day. He's averaging... 5.3 yards a carry on the season. And after a while, Baltimore's going to get tired of tackling him. Yeah. But here's the thing. Derrick Henry can't win you this ball game all by himself. Ryan Tannehill cannot throw for 75 yards <laughs> and win this ball game. And another thing, you can't score 14 points and think Baltimore's not going to score more than 14. Because Baltimore... Their offense is just as electric, if not the most electric offense as anybody else in the NFL. So, to me, I think, no, Derrick Henry does not go crazy. I think he has a solid game. But this is where the Tennessee Titans stop. And the Baltimore Ravens, I do believe, cover. This is a 10-point game, 10-point spread. That's too much. In the NFL, I almost never pick a double-point spread. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I've seen what Baltimore can do this year. Their offense is explosive. And the Tennessee Titans, even though their defense stepped up last week mm-hmm. against the Patriots, that that defense is nothing special in Tennessee. Yeah, Baltimore started 2-2 two and two on the season. Lost to the Browns. Lost by three. I mean, won by three of the Steelers over, over the Steelers, and then had and then six for the Bengals, and it was the two points score, two points score, that... two points score, two points score, two points yeah. score, two points score, three points against the 49ers, uh, seven over the Bills, blowout Jets, blowout Browns. They so obviously good team. They blew out every every non good team on their schedule. It seems like mm-hmm. now the 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 bad news for the Ravens. The, the playoff teams they played against, that those were their close games. So they lost to the Chiefs. Um, they beat the Seahawks and, and Patriots pretty good. Beat the Texans pretty good. Beat the 49ers by three. Beat the Bills by a touchdown. So 
two blowouts of good teams. The rest of them were close games. If not, they lost one of them. Um, looking at what they do. The only uh, thing that would scare me is they've had almost like starter-wise, they've almost had three weeks off. But here, here's Lamar the, Jackson didn't play in the last game. And, right. And here's the thing, and, and one of the strategies I was looking at that they were talking about is that can this team come from behind? So, you know, all, all these running teams, uh, one big thing, the reason that they get out with the lead and keep the leads when the Panthers did that, when they did make the run, was that, like, they got out to that 14-point lead for Cameron mm-hmm. threw a pass. When I was talking about that Seattle game, it's hard to beat a running team up that's up 14 to nothing. Reverse that. What a good defense. Right. Reverse that. Do Can they catch somebody? So that that's the biggest question is, you know, kind of like when you play in a South Point type of offense, Georgia Tech, is that mm-hmm. once they get behind, uh, is that going to be a problem for them? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, the, the good news with them, they got a coach that's won a Super Bowl. That's a solid rock there. Well, let me say this, too. I'm, I'm seeing this on ESPN. Uh, Ingram ain't practiced. Mark Ingram hadn't practiced yep. since December yeah, the 22nd. It. Yeah, he has it. So, He's banged up. Yeah. He's banged up right now. Um, I think that hurts just a little bit. I don't I don't think that's enough to make me pick against him. Um, but I th- I do think it's going to be closer than, the, than what you say, 10 points they gave it's him? It's a 10 points per I think it's going to be closer than the 10 points they gave him, just, just for the simple fact that, you know, they run the ball a lot. Uh, I could just see, see it being a close game all the way, you know. All the way to the fourth, and you know, be, maybe being a field goal game or something like that. I don't know, man. Um, I definitely don't see it going more than ten, more than the ten point spread, though. But yeah. I am taking Baltimore. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think anybody really questions the pick'em. Just the straight up, who's gonna yeah. win? I think a lot of people would see Baltimore winning this game, and probably what is it? What percentage chances do you give Tennessee to win the game? I give Tennessee maybe a five percent chance. I give more than that. I nah, give them, uh... I can't. I can't when you're a team that I know you beat the Patriots, but you only still scored fourteen points. I promise you, if you only score fourteen points, Baltimore is not only going to score fifteen; they're going to score more than fourteen points. Well, Tannehill, about... Tannehill cannot go another game where his stat line is seventy-five yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And expect to win a game. We talk about this all the time. Like, well, can this quarterback win? Can this quarterback win? Tannehill had 78 yards to beat and beat the Patriots. Derrick Henry had 200 total. Right. Yeah, but I, but that's so, why Tannehill only had so 75 you, yards. So, so, so we get that yeah. argument all the time. Well, can this guy win? Can this? Well, yeah, most of them can win. Because if Trent Dilfer can win, it with, well, I think it was a 47% passing. If he can win one with a great defense, a great running game, don't forget Jamal Lewis was running the ball all over yeah. the place then uh, for those teams. Now, Flacco throws it way better than Trent Dill forever did. So that's a little bit different than Jamal Lewis was the was the catalyst of that yeah. offense and those teams. 2,000-yard rusher. Yeah. Um, looking at at these at these playoffs with with them, you know, I, I'm just I'm worried about when your when your team is run oriented. Can you come back? And, the, and it's just the opposite on the pass. If you're a passing team. Can you run the ball good enough to run the clock out uh, in the fourth quarter? So you kind of a little bit of both. I like to tend lean towards the defense. Put put these in order of when you're doing playoff games: defense, quarterback, coach, and and then and then match those three things up, and, and then pick from there. Um, then it's I, all Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you about have to say so. The the ten point thing that just scares me in the NFL. Um, I, I would take another one. 
The Patriots. You're going to take the other one. The Patriots. I might take the other one, too. I think the only reason the Patriots lose that game is because Belichick doesn't call a pass when they get down the goal line. They're in the early part of the game. I think first or second quarter, they get down there and first and go from the one, three straight runs. After the first two, don't get into one. If I give you two chances as a running back, the first two or first second down, and you got Tom Brady, doesn't don't you expect him to throw a slant, throw something, yeah. do something? If I did, if I ran it on first and second and didn't do nothing, I wouldn't even expect to get the ball. This, on is third what, but this is what's so crazy. This is what's so crazy too. You know, we we talk about how both these teams run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. I mean, let's not act like Lamar Jackson hasn't been oh, spectacular yeah, no, throwing the ball, yeah, too. 3,600 yards, yeah. 36 touchdowns, the six picks. I mean, he's been phenomenal throwing the ball, absolutely. too. So. It's, the, it's the interception thing that's the important part. I mean, he's only it's throwing not, six picks. Yeah, it's not the uh, – obviously, 3,600 yards is not a lot at all. It's the – or I'm sorry, 31. 3,100 yards is, not, is even worse. It's not a lot, of, lot at all. What it is – is those 30 touchdowns to six picks. The year Cam then was MVP, it was 35 touchdowns, 10 picks. It's all about those interceptions. Um, Jameis gave up 30 times, 30 picks. Mm, yeah. Think about that. That's 20-something more picks than, mm, than Jackson picks, gave. Yeah. So that's 24 chances the other team gets to score. Yep. You know, if Jackson give up on 24 picks this year, I don't think they're 14-2. and two. Absolutely not. Um so uh, I think the picks thing is, is very important when you look at it from that perspective. Look at the quarterback's completion percentage and look at his interceptions. Um, I think those are the two most important. And then if he does get, he is getting a lot of touchdowns, that helps out. Says he's got some playmakers. Um, on, on the pick as far as that game, what I'm thinking, man, this is one of those games if every single person in the world is picking the Ravens, it's not. It can't happen, can it, Hunter? That's how her whole weekend went that way last weekend. I mean, we were two no, and fourteen. I think that we division, picked we division picked three round, out of four. Uh, divisional round is uh, to me is easier to pick than the wild card would be, mm-hmm. because the wild card game. I mean, those those teams are just good enough to possibly be one of the top two seeds and yeah. get the buy, or you know anybody can beat you. I've seen I've seen the Saints sometimes this year play down a competition and still win. Yeah, I mean they played <clears throat> down a competition at Tennessee. Tennessee almost beat the Saints this year in Tennessee. But when it now we're playoff time, and Baltimore has looked like the most dominant team all year. All year long, yeah. And if you want to go off just what you've seen, you know, go off history and what you've seen, well, then I have no reason to pick Tennessee in this point. I have all the reasons to pick Baltimore. Yeah. The only question mark would be do you, if Lamar Jackson plays like he did in last year's playoff game. Texans. But there's, I don't believe Chiefs. he does that. 35 yeah, that was a bad game. 35 degrees in Kansas City. This is another 10-point spread. Kansas City. Over the Texans. One thing, man. This is when Kansas City, around the time, they always drop the ball. Texans this beat. when my boy Andy Reid always drops the ball. Was that without Mahomes? No. Well, Texans beat the Chiefs. Mahomes, no, he played that game 19-35, 273 interception. Pretty much the same exact stats as Watson. He said he had more touchdowns but lost the game. Looks like the running backs were the key in that game. Mm-hmm. Probably was high to 116 yards rushing. Uh, McCoy only 44 for Kansas City. So looking at that matchup, Texans have already beat. How many? How many? How often do you have a team beat a team and then are picked to lose by 10 points? Well, that was in Houston. I so it wasn't still, even a home game. 
That's cr- this that's is f- now in Kansas City. This defense That's a 17-point swing. I agree. <laughs> and guess what? I wouldn't take the 17 points, but I'm very tempted to take the 10 points. Ugh. I'm very tempted to take the 10 points, especially with, you know, everybody wants to talk about how bad the Buffalo Bills offense is, mm-hmm. and yet it took the Houston Texans overtime to beat the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills have the second-ranked defense in the league. Do you know what the Kansas City Chiefs for defense is ranked? Seventh. I mean, they're not that far behind. They're a great defense, too. Mm-hmm. And they were in the championship round last year in the AFC with a worse defense. Actually ranked in the yeah. 20s, if not yeah. almost in not the 30s. So now we're talking this offense. Now with this defense, that's peaking at the right time. People don't, we can't poo-poo it, but, you know, when you've got momentum, you got to ride it. And right now, the defense for Kansas City, they have been stellar. They've been stellar. I mean, I just pulled it up here. Strength of schedule between both of these teams, I mean, it's very close. It was 520 for Kansas City, 527 for Houston. That's based off how everybody, the teams that they played this year did last year. So they're very similar. They played almost the same exact strength of schedule. Kansas City's got the sixth best offense, where Houston's got the 13th best offense. Defensive-wise, Kansas City's got the 7th best. Houston's got the 19th best. So it's just pointing to me that Kansas City should win this ball game, and they have a possibility to win this by 10 points. I'm not going to take it. <laughs> the same but I, well, I promise you what I would take. I promise you what I would take. I would take the over. The Saints the past few years have, have gotten me to the point where I don't want to even – I don't even want to pick the games anymore. That's just – You don't want to pick the games <laughs> – well, I like some picking d- the game. Because some dumb stuff will happen at the end that could just ruin or change everything. Yeah, I mean, it can come. Well, that's, what's, that's what's so hard about picking games is you don't know what X factor is going to happen, who's going to get hurt, or what referee is going to miss what call. Yeah. That's that's become a big factor these days. I mean, the, the Saints were favored by eight. Got mm-hmm. Got beat. No, I didn't give a sprint. How you but fa- here, favored but by I want, almost I want double people digits. to realize this, too. And, and it's really because, you know, Kansas City is my Super Bowl pick. I'm, I'm riding with them anyways. Deshaun Watson is a good player. I trust Patrick Mahomes more than I trust Deshaun Watson. I trust Andy Reid more than I trust Bill O'Brien. Let's not forget. They were down 16 to nothing at home to the Buffalo Bills. If you're down 16 to nothing to Andy Reid in Kansas City, do you think Kansas City's just going to stop scoring? Yeah, you're right. No, you're right with that. They're not. They're not just going to stop scoring because that offense is ridiculous. So it could be a blowout. The defense is as good as advertised for Kansas City because it's gotten better as the year's gone on. The question is, is which Houston, Texas team is going to show up? The first half Texans against the Bills or the second half Texans against the Bills? And that's that was one of the reasons I said last week before the Bills-Texans game even happened, I said I would take the Bills because I trust the Bills as a whole more than the Texans. I don't know what I'm going to get with the Texans. That's what I tell my buddy all the time. As great as Deshaun Watson can be, I don't see him getting any rings because I don't see the Texans doing anything right. as a franchise. I, I'd agree I don't, on that. I, that franchise has been mediocre. They've had some success. They play in the weakest division in the AFC, the AFC South, when you have Jacksonville and you have Tennessee to bite through. 
who recently has found some success in Tennessee and Indianapolis until Andrew Luck retired was battling with Houston to try and win that division. Yeah. Now it's wide open. To me, it's just I, I'm trusting the Chiefs over the Texans. Yeah, and that's I, I and I. I definitely agree Congratulations, with that. Congratulations, Texans. Yeah. You won the game. Let's not forget how you won the game. Deshaun Watson, the Bills, they blew a sack. He magically escaped and made the throw. Yeah. That's uh, that's great. Well, let's not forget, though, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the last last time they played. Mahomes did play in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and technically, he outplayed Deshaun Watson. Statistically, he outplayed Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah. Um, looks like... In the first game, Kansas City had them 17-3 first quarter. And looks like Watson came on fire. So th- that's the only thing with Watson, man. He he can get to he can get hot. He can get hot. Now I'm not I'm still taking Kansas City, but Watson one well, he's one of those players, man. He's he's got an it factor where he can get hot at I'll any say, time. I'll use the word can, he's a gamer. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. And a when gamer. he does get hot, they do you know, ride his wave sometimes and and you know, you just never know, but I, I'm taking. I'm definitely taking the Chiefs. I'm not taking this 10. I, <laughs> I feel a whole lot better about the 10 points with the Ravens than I do with the 10 points I, in Kansas absolutely. City. Oh, I, uh, I, I feel the opposite yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. trust Kansas City's offense way more than I do Baltimore's. I, th- I mean, Patty Mahomes is a better passer than me. Who? Patty Mahomes is a better passer. Oh, I know he is. Yeah, he's a better passer. He's a better passer. Patrick Mahomes to me is the best quarterback in football. Lamar I, I, Jackson might win the MVP this year, but, but Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback yeah, in football. I agree with that. I mean, just because I, I, they made a good comparison, and Shannon Sharp was the one that said this, and, and I'll piggyback off of it. Last year, Patrick Mahomes threw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns, and just because he didn't do that again this year, People have forgotten about him. He missed some games. He missed three to four games with his dislocated (laughs) knee, and he still went out there and threw for thirty plus touchdowns. Yeah, they. uh, I mean, when we when we started picking them for the playoffs, when Mm -hmm. Kansas City got that too, so New England, I immediately picked them uh, to make the play. It's so much easier to win two games than it is three in the playoffs. And and I don't care what anybody says that the the Patriots have been have been cakewalking to the AFC Championship game every year. You win your division. You win six games in the East. Then you just if you go four and four the rest of the season, you're ten and six. They've mm-hmm. never won a Super Bowl playing a wild card. So game. if you go you know, five right. and three the rest of your year, you're eleven. So either you're, you're competing every year with a sorry division for a home game. Then we get, then we get the you get the bye. It's so easier to to, to just scoot into the playoffs. Well, he didn't, he, okay, it's, he didn't throw for thirty touchdowns. He threw for twenty six. Let's go ahead and remember he did miss about three or four games. Four games he yeah. still threw for four thousand yards. Yep. And Nick Foles has four playoff wins. He does. <laughs> Cam's got three. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I'm telling you, it's just people don't realize. I mean, Joe Flacco is tenth all time in playoff victories with ten playoff wins. You ask anybody in Charlotte, North Carolina, and on the streets, who's been more successful, Joe Flacco or Cam? They're gonna say Cam Newton. Well. No. Joe Flacco's got a Super Bowl. He's he won ten playoff games. He does. I mean, but if you you know, it's not like it's thing. not like they had it's not like the, he had the one year like Dilfrey had. Flacco's won ten playoffs games. He's beat Brady, Manning, and Roethlisberger all twice. And, and it's just it's one thing after another with him and, and and but you you just ask anybody. Nope. He's he's not as good. <laughs> and, and and for you, 
being a uh, Randall Cunningham fan, mm-hmm. the whole MVP thing, because that's the only thing anybody ever says. Because if, if you take say, tell me why Cam is good or has been good or he should be starting without saying the words MVP. Now say it. Because when you say, I've only had three winning seasons and five losing seasons, that's different. And people, if you have to register that, and, and then people don't, they, they see well, what they want to see. And well, no, but, but see, you got to think how Cam also came on the scene, man. Uh, Cam threw for 4,000 yards in his rookie year. That's cute. I, it's, it's good. It's been broke like four times since then. I'm just saying. <laughs> every single, every just, single year. Yeah, but I mean... Uh, I mean, you can do that now with today's rules. Right. I mean, all records are going to be But everything you say with Cam rules. was four, five, seven years ago. I understand that. But, okay, so if we're about to go to a Cam Newton debate. No, not, 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 not only is, just him. I'm just saying the rest of them, like, when we talk about these quarterbacks, say, like, what I'm getting at is with Foles. People with the, people with him. He's got more playoff wins than Cam Newton. That uh, and nobody will ever think in our. But he, like he's also played on better teams than Cam Newton during those four playoff wins. You think? I think so. Well, even if you think, or, you think last year's Eagles team was even, better than any team Cam's had. He only won one playoff okay. game last year. All right, that's what, all right, that's what I'm saying. So where, yeah. well, where am I getting at? At what point? He's only had four at, wins. At so. what point do yeah. you blame? I understand that, but it seems like to me we can't blame Cam for anything other than winning. But the three playoff wins came gets, through when we went to the Super Bowl. We had a monster. Well, two of them came from when we had a mo- three of them came from when we had a monster Super Bowl team. So when did you, yeah, you, you do the fake? When did you do the fake play? Was that in the Super Bowl? That was in the, the Super, Super, Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. Yeah. Trying to figure out if that was in the NFC Championship or, or now Foles had a horrible game. The first his first our uh, second round game, um, the year we went to the Super Bowl, Foles played horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible, but okay. So here's what I'm getting at on the on the it, when when you say you talk to someone about Cam, you say, well, well, tell me why he's good. Well, he was voted MVP. Okay. Well, Brian Sipe was voted MVP, and a kicker was voted MVP. Yeah, but he can run. Okay. Well, Randy Cunningham can run. Tim Tebow can run. Tim Tebow won one playoff game. Okay. Well, he made it to the Super Bowl. Well, Rex Grossman made it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, he's won three playoff games. Well, Nick Foles has won four. Joe Flacco, do you think Joe Flacco's good? No, I don't think Joe Flacco's no, good. No, all I'm saying no, I'm not talking is, about you. I'm just is, talking about if this is just regular people in general, is that the perception is way different than the actual what happened. So I consider and say, people say, every, you ask everybody on the street, Cam's better. Joe Flacco had a better career. Did he not? If you close your eyes, Juwan, let's close your eyes. You're, you're Juwan Wilson, Willie Beeman of the Miami Sharks. Yeah. Okay. And after 15 years of playing football, would you want 10 playoff victories, including a Super Bowl win, or would you want to be voted MVP one time? I mean, I'd rather have the ring and Flacco's career. That's what I mean. Like, it, which is more successful career? Is people, it, see, like what I say about that, those 4,000 yards and the MVP and the 15 and one. It's it's the it's the perception of the heights that people think Cam can go to. Right, but so, not consistently. Not consistently, right. You know, it's all about hope and faith. You know, you've seen him do it this one time. You just hope and have faith that he could do it again, you know. And I, you know, and that's basically what the Panthers, you know, base it off of. Uh, Why but, don't people have faith and hope that Joe Flacco can do it again? Before he even started a game this year for the Broncos, people were saying they were terrible. I'm like, why? 
<laughs> I mean, I don't think – I think Flacco's <laughs> had a great career based on the fact he played with some great defenses and – he caught Ray Rice when Ray Rice was good, but I don't think he's now, that see, great. I say of Joe Flacco. We talk about how great his defense is. We talk about how great his running back is. If I say Cam Newton, am I allowed to say they had a great defense? Am I allowed to say you he had are good allowed backs? to say it because you do say it? Is Ray is Ray is is was <laughs> Jonathan Stewart and right? D'Angelo not as good as Ray Rice? Mm. If we're both of them not better than Ray Rice, I'll give you the two to one. Two to one, both of them. But yeah, both of them together. Yeah. Who had a better tight end? Carolina. Greg Olson's better than any of those tight ends. Todd Heap. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When Flacco. Okay, no, with Flacco, you're right, you're right. I was thinking about Shannon Sharp. He, won, say, he no, won a no, Super Bowl with Dilfer. Dilfer. He was with, yeah. he was with Dilfer yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, that yeah. team. Um, and, and the Panthers' defense was six. Todd Heap, baby. Six. The Heap was good. Todd, uh, Panthers were six in the NFL. Um, in defense, uh, back then I'm just my thing is, and it's not even, and, it, and it's looked at as hating. Same thing with Trout. It's that we we put so much emphasis on some things, but then when we, you know, say, well, this guy did this, well, he could eat it. Well, it's not that, it's not that I'm saying Joe Flacco has three wins to Cam's three. What I'm saying is Joe Flacco has ten wins to Cam's three. It's not even close. That's what, what, I'm, what I'm talking about with the Trout. Man, has Pujols more wins because he went. I mean, Corfitz has more wins because he went to the playoffs more, of course. Why didn't he let Cam lead his team to the playoffs? Joe Flacco did not lead his team to the playoffs all those years, Kevin. Why didn't Flacco he? didn't have great. No, Flacco doesn't have great numbers. Got better than Cam. Well, if, we're ta- we're, if we're talking about <laughs> passing numbers, yeah, Flacco Cam. doesn't have. But Cam's still better than Cam. I mean, but you. Flacco's numbers aren't great. If, okay, if Cam's numbers aren't great, Flacco's numbers aren't great well, either. I'm, and I don't even have to look the numbers up to, to, to know that. We got one more game to pick. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got one more. There's a reason they ran Perception. that man out of town. Let's not forget that. Super Bowl champion. Y'all ran y'all Super Bowl MVP out of town. For a for – a, We didn't – no, actually, we didn't run him out of town. What y'all do? No, we didn't. didn't Number one, him. we built him a statue. <laughs> <laughs> That's not well, – you're not – we didn't run you out of town if we built your statue. Uh, number two, we didn't even get anything for Foles because we let him walk because we had so much appreciation for that man. We didn't try to trade him. We didn't try to do none of that. We gave him what he wanted to do. He wanted to be the starting quarterback. We let him go. That was that. <laughs> Y'all should We didn't run him out, though. If you didn't keep him, you ran him Foles out. Foles doesn't play good in the regular season. If you didn't keep him, you ran him out. Bowles started the year one and four. His last year, he played for us. So, do the Seahawks upset Green Bay? <laughs> Juwan, I mean, it's, in nine. See, this, this is the thing that gets me real quick. In nine seasons, no. Ten, I'm trying to in, keep us on task. In Kev. ten, I'm Come talking on. about Joe Flacco. Oh, okay, now we're talking about. We thought we were supposed to be talking about in ten uh, in Seattle ten seasons. Joe Flacco only had one losing season in his career. Just one. He, he plays for a better organization, Juwan. Kevin. Get him, Juwan. get him, no, 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 Hunter. No, no, no. Get him. Juwan. I know that this will always be brought so up. So disrespectful. This will always be brought up. Okay. We're on episode five. We've talked about Cam Newton three out of the past. What would four. Joe Flacco have to do to get y'all's respect? We talk about Cam Newton every Saturday. We talk. And about, he's never won anything. Kevin talks about Flacco every time he talks about Cam Newton. So I, look, I know that, but let's do this. How can one get a a a, 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 a we-think-you're-so-good award for never winning and the other one is garbage for winning? Because, Kevin, he 
Flacco's not okay. He's not that great, man. He's <laughs> he's never had that great of a season. All right, next game. Y'all go to that while 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 look at the the stats right. preview wrong. Green Bay, yeah, hosting Seattle. Green Bay is five point favorite, and this is the one game that I would choose as an upset. I would pick Russell Wilson right now in the Seattle Seahawks to upset the Green Bay Packers. I, for one, think age is catching up with Aaron Rodgers. I've never been sold that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I think he can throw a pretty football. That's great. I think Drew Brees throws just a prettier one. Drew Brees just might not be as athletic as Aaron Rodgers. But, you want to talk about someone else who can throw a pretty football and can put it anywhere he wants it and is just as athletic as Aaron Rodgers, and that's who he's playing against in Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, to me, is probably one of the underrated quarterbacks in the league. He's starting to get some love shown to him this year, but if Lamar Jackson wasn't having such a fantastic season that yeah. he is, then Russell Wilson could possibly be the front runner for MVP. The question for me, though... Is can Seattle, Seattle's run game come to life? I think this is one game when it can. I've seen the Philadelphia Eagles this year tear up the Green Bay Packers on the ground. I have seen the 49ers run game absolutely demolish the Green Bay Packers on the ground. I know what Russell Wilson can do. There's not a defensive back out there for Green Bay that can body up on DK Metcalf. The dude's a freak. I, I, I'm sorry, DK. I kind of, I kind of threw you under the bus the other day, or didn't give you enough credit. I said he ran a four-four. JK, he ran no, a four-three. Yeah, four-three-three. Yep. yep. All right. He's like six foot five. He's ripped, huge, shredded, huge, huge, strong. Huge. I don't know anybody that can just take him one on one. So they're gonna have to double team him. Double team him. This game to me screams Seattle. Seattle's just playing so good right now, with less. Uh, this is probably the least amount of talent Russell Wilson's ever had on both sides of the ball. I'm not just talking offensively. We know he had the Legion of Doom. They're, this is the Legion of Broom now because I don't know what's happening. They don't have nearly the defensive talent they've been known for. And he's getting the job done and winning. So on Russell Wilson alone, I'm picking Seattle. Yeah. And this is one of those things, too. This is Matt LaFleur's first game as a head coach. Uh, in the postseason for Green Bay. This is Pete Carroll's I don't even know. Okay, my man's been to two or three Super Bowls already. He's won one, lost one because of a goal line play that really should have went to Marshawn Lynch. Oh, man. So if you ask me, I'm taking Seattle to win this game. Therefore, I have them covering, obviously, because Green Bay's by five. Got Seattle going into Lambeau. It's supposed to be kind of chilly, but <laughs> yeah, I'm kinda, I would think so. <laughs> I, would say, yeah, I think it's supposed to be at least in the 30s. Yeah, 24. Uh, Tw- okay, so, uh, 20, so 24 is the. High. I, I agree with most of what you said except for the run part. I I think that Russell Wilson is going to lead him in rushing, um, which can happen. Yeah, I just wanted them. To, I was just hoping that if Beast Mode can at least get 35, 40 yards, then I mean, I, yeah. That's great for someone I, who was sitting on the couch. About absolutely, ten weeks um, ago. I think they'll, you know, they'll do the passing game. Russell run around, throw it, throw it to decaf, throw it across the middle, run around some more, run for a couple first downs, mm-hmm. get to the goal line, 
beast mode, and I think it'll be a lot of that. Uh, get it down the field. Learn from your Super Bowl mistake. Get it down, you know, get it on the goal line, get it in the 20-yard line, you know, in the, in the red zone, and then you can start relying on beast mode. Another reason why I think Seattle's going to come out here, and they might not have all of the best running backs that they have had earlier in the season, but I think that they're still going to try and establish the run. Yeah, I think they will Is too. because the best way to beat a great quarterback is to not let him touch the field. Yeah. And if they can at least chew off some clock against the Green Bay Packers, which we've seen everybody and their brother can run on Green yeah. Bay this year, um, and, and, then, and, I, then I have all the confidence in my mind Russell Wilson will be able to score some touchdowns. Yeah. And I, I do agree with you that they will um, feed the run so to speak, even if they're not getting a lot with it just to set up that play action, which, you know, they love to do with Russell. They love to do any yeah. anything that can get him on the outside running the ball or just on the outside throwing the ball. Um, and then with DK Metcalf, like you know, like we've talked about before, they say he doesn't run great routes, but, you know, you don't have to run great routes when your, your quarterback runs out and scrambles and, and gives you an extra three, four seconds yeah. to run a route and then get open. You know, you not going to get in front of him. He's going to be way – he's going to out-jump you. He's going to outman you for the ball. Arguably the best ad-libber in football <laughs> is either Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. And we're getting ready to see both of them. Um, surrounding cast, the I would have to just take the running back into consideration and Devontae Adams. I would give surrounding cast the edge to Aaron Rodgers. But, I, I mean, DK Metcalf's going to get his – we've seen him do it. They can't stop anybody from running the ball. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, man, whether or not Russell Wilson's just got some sort of fairy godmother he prays to. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know he's a big man of faith, so I, he might be have been touched from God. And oh, he's man. Just, he's just willing the Seahawks to the NFC Championship game. So, I don't know, but everything to me says – it's hard not to take Seattle right now because I truly don't think Green Bay is as good as advertised. Yes, sir. I agree with you. What do you think, Kev? I think that Mark Sanchez <laughs> beat Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Andy Dalton, and Peyton Manning in the playoffs. He did. Mm-hmm. The only people that ever beat Mark Sanchez in the playoffs was Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Just, <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick was 4-2 and two in the playoffs. He beat Matt Ryan. He lost to Joe Flacco. You know that Colin Kaepernick is in the top 10 in touchdown to interception ratio? In what? In history. You mean playoff history? No. Can't be regular season. Yeah. Okay. Pull that up. I, I looked like at it last night. I seen it last what? night. Find me the truth. Find me the truth. We got to have stats. We have computers if I, for a if reason, I'm not wrong, Oh, I looked it on my phone. Like, if I ain't wrong, it's like number six. I think Russell Wilson's like number two. Or number, no, Russell Wilson's number one, if I ain't mistaken. So Kaepernick stats count. What do you mean? Well, I mean, before I say Kaepernick stat, y'all poo-poo it. I mean, I, do they count or not? Yeah, of course they do. Well, he's 3-16 and 16 in his last 19 starts. Yeah. 
I didn't say anything about that. I just gave. I, 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 I know you did. Throwing out facts. I know you did. Throwing out I threw facts. out a fact too. He's three and sixteen. Oh yeah. Okay. The only time. But here's the, this, this here's the reason I brought him up, is that he hadn't played. I'm trying to figure out when's the last time he played. What 2015? 16. 16. That's close. He hasn't played since 2016, and he still has more playoff wins than Cam Newton. But y'all told me not to bring none of that stuff matters. So I, I'm just, you know, he hadn't played in four years. Mark Sanchez hadn't started in four years, and they both have more playoff wins than Cam Newton. Seventy-two to thirty. I'm not doing this. I'm not. Seven, I'm not seventy-two to thirty touchdown interception. I don't know how that measures all time. You're not doing what? Quarterback don't help the team win. No, I'm not saying that. I just think sometimes you you throw out the quarterback win loss stuff. There's quarterbacks that you use. Okay, so win loss records great. don't matter. Or they do matter. It's either they do or they don't. We can't say no, one quarterback no, 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 it matters I'm not that. and I'm one guy don't. I'm, no, that's, that's what you not saying? what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you're using Mark Sanchez, yeah. Mark Sanchez's numbers. No one up here would draft me. Mark Sanchez for their team. Me. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I think that you're saying it for the sake of argument. I don't think that if you was – the GM for the Browns or the GM for the Cowboys. Like first overall, you would draft Mark where's Sanchez. He, where's he and you're not gonna make me believe what, that, Kevin. Where's, where's he overall? drafted overall? It's like top five, top ten, wasn't it? Nobody's drafting butt fumble, dog. Hmm. The Jets did, and they and they they wish they wouldn't. Have. He won more playoff games than Cam Newton. Why is that? Why would they wish they wouldn't? Playing have horrible him? football. So it's his fault they lost. It's not all his fault that they, they won. That's all I'm saying. They some great I'm not saying it's all his fault that they won. They had some great defenses. But great. That was when Rex great, was great day. Ground and pound. Let's see. Ground and pound has was, absolutely nothing to do with the He was drafted fifth overall. And you said nobody else in this world would draft him I to said play quarterback. Kevin Hastings. Yeah, I'll draft him sixth. Right and behind Hunter the Jets. I would draft him right behind the Jets. Well, huh? I'm not drafting Hunter Mark Sanchez. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Kevin ain't neither, man. I, I, say, I test. I've seen, I've man, seen enough of uh, Mark Sanchez. He has man. a winning overall record. He has he's 86 four. touchdowns and 89 interceptions. Well, Jameis does about the same thing. Well, I, nobody <laughs> ever promoted He was drafted Jameis. first overall. Nobody at this table promoted Jameis. He I'm was the first drafted. going to promote Jameis. Now watch Andre pick out the. <laughs> Jameis was drafted first overall. I know he was. So yeah. I, a lot of people would draft him. Every team in the NFL would draft Knowing him. Knowing what we know now. Yeah, what about it? You drafted Mark Sanchez. He won made two conference championship right. games. Okay. So your answer is yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Why wouldn't I draft him? Who's my team? He's not a great quarterback. Fifty six percent completion percentage. Bad quarterbacks get drafted all the 86 time. Eighty six touchdowns, eighty nine. Right. Ryan Leaf was picked second. Here's well here. If you want to say what team am I? You're the Miami Dolphins going into next year. Are you drafting Mark Sanchez? Out of college, yes, no questions. Out of college. At at thirty seven, no. <laughs> Out of college, yeah. Why wouldn't you? All right. Miami Hunter, hmm. you haven't been to a conference championship in twenty seven years. Right. If I told you drafting Mark Sanchez would get you two conference championship games, would you not take him? Meh. Then you need to draft everybody else to play for the I mean, Jets defense there. at that time too. I might get there to lose, so yeah. 
I guess. If I want to lose. Well, either way, it's better than not getting there, is it? I don't know. Some people might know. say so. Yeah, I mean, some people would be that. Some people would say, we were there, and I'm like, well, did you win? (laughs) Don't forget that this is the man that's promoting Mark Sanchez. All I said was he has more playoff wins than Cam, and he hasn't been a quarterback in four years. (laughs) Uh, It had absolutely nothing to do with him throwing the ball. He hadn't started (laughs) since 2012. (laughs) <laughs> started a season since 2012. That's seven years ago, Jamar. Seven. He played. That's because like, he went to two back-to-back conference championships. He went to like three. He, he played like three drives for the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. and he said we've had enough. <laughs> three drives. That was. After. We had him. We had him for um. He back, he, he was our backup quarterback for a couple years. He, uh, he was awesome for y'all. Sixty-four percent, sixty-five percent. Yeah, he would come in, and uh, I don't, I can't remember if he played a whole game or not. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! Wa- Washington played two games. He was four and six <laughs> in Washington. Started no, Philadelphia. Started. He's four and six for Philly. Philly. Yeah. Okay. Four and six in Philly. Yeah, I just couldn't put together a good defense no, for the poor guy. Got no, a terrible <laughs> defense for that guy. <laughs> what was y'all's defenses those years? This guy's no, no, out I, here. I just want you to know, I've had to do this with this dude. What? Since we were kids. Which what? I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> but, which is, I'm about to hear it again probably tomorrow Saturday morning. Hey, so. If yeah. Sanchez was on those Broncos teams, would he have beat the Panthers that game? Instead of Peyton Manning. Because everybody say says if, if Sanchez was a quarterback instead of Peyton Manning on that Super Bowl, would they not have won that Super Bowl still? Because everybody says Peyton played bad. you talking about the when Broncos Panthers Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is specifically came out of your mouth before. That's why you don't want to say it because you know you said that, that, Peyton, that Peyton sucked in that game. He did. Okay, so that means anybody at this table could have beat the Panthers that game. Von Miller beat the Panthers. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Where was he drafted? He's. Second, he was top. Yeah, he was top, top, top. Who drafted top him? Who drafted first that 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 year? I don't know. Panthers. Yeah. Panthers did. Yeah, they drafted Cam. Yeah, yeah. mistake wasn't it? Wouldn't call it a mistake. Whoa! Now Captain Retrospect in, in Mark Sanchez land, it's a mistake. I mean, but we, think about it. Panthers did. I didn't think Mark Sanchez was that good in college. What if Panthers would have drafted Von Miller instead of Cam? Would either, one of those te- would either one of those teams have been in the Super Bowl? Panthers could have drafted Andy Dalton in the second round. He's got the same record as Cam. They could they have could, had Von Miller but, but, and Cam Andy but, but Dalton. But or, that, that, that doesn't mean that the Panthers could have drafted. Somebody else could have took him. We could have took him. The Redskins could have well, took that, him before the well, Panthers got to Well, took not him. technically. It was in the second round. The Panthers had the first pick. So they could have went Von Miller, Andy Dalton. What I'm saying is that, in retrospect, do they – did they make a mistake not picking – if Von Miller won that Super Bowl and he was picked second behind Cam, should the Panthers have taken Von Miller? I mean, you you have to – that all goes back to – All right, here's a true-false question do you for think, you. Okay, let true me or false, you. if they would have drafted Miller, would they still have zero Super Bowls instead of Cam? Because they don't have one – possible. Right. Because they don't have possible. one with Cam. Right. We know that. Right. If they were drafted Miller, I'm saying it wouldn't have changed anything because they'd still have zero Super Bowls. Yeah. 
But okay, but you also have to think about which you know GMs deal with this every year. Like, what's what's more important? What do you what do you value more, a pass rusher or the passer? They could have Von Miller out there for Luke Keekley. You know, that's all. You know, th- that's different from GM to GM. You know, with what the Keekley cat, with the Keekley cat, Hunter. Hmm. Um, the Keekley cat. Keekley cat. You know, like mm-hmm. the Redskins, they got to make that same decision, maybe depending on how. No, the we do fall. have to make the decision, right? You know, what's more, what's yeah. more valuable? Y'all could a, call a pass rusher or. You know, another passer. Do you got a pass? You know, it's all about what your team need is for that draft. Um, the Panthers needed would, a quarterback. I would almost uh, say teams should draft first four picks defense every year. Almost every time. And then you can catch adequate quarterback play from the fourth round on. You're going to get some bad people, but most of those picks, five through seven, don't make the team anyway. So looking at Redskins' situation, you keep making the defense better and the defense better. The defense better. I don't know if I agree with you can get adequate quarterback play after the fourth round. I mean, most of the Tony Tom Romo, Brady, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Kurt Joe Montana, and 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 Tom Brady won ten Super Bowls. I understand that, but that, <laughs> if we was to look at all the starting quarterbacks right now, I bet there's more Super Bowl winners after the third round. I bet there's more. First round bust, and there are Super Bowl winners. All right, let's look at this list you got right here. Montana, where was he drafted at? I'm sure he's a first rounder, right? Sixth round. It was Montana was. It was like fourth or sixth round. That's really? what I just said. Oh, that's what okay. I was trying to make the point. Like, all right, uh, all right. yeah, Joe. Let's go from the bottom then. Montana, Elway. Montana, <laughs> Montana was like um, Elway. Montana was like Brady in that they didn't think that. I know Breeze he was going to be that good early. Uh, Breeze was second round, I think. Right. Fifth pick by the Chargers. Peyton, um, first rounder. Aikman, first rounder. Marino, first rounder. Right. Marino didn't win a Super Bowl. But you got him up. You got him up here, though, Kevin. I know. I just said Super Bowls. We're talking Super Bowls, Chief. We're talking like We're the talking number about, one picks and, and, and whether they 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 made it there. Well, Favre wasn't. Was he? Huh. Where was Favre? Wasn't he like sixth round draft? Yeah, I don't think like Favre was a first rounder. Uh, Joe went in the third round. Aaron Rodgers went in the first. Yeah, end of the first on for him. Russell went in what the second or third, right? So, so he went in Brett Favre's second round. So when you third look third pick. So so when you look at those, I would say so. This is the ninety one NFL draft. I would bet that Favre wasn't the first quarterback picked. Dan McGuire was picked. Todd Marinovich, remember him? Mm-hmm. They had a card for him. And then Favre ended up being in the second round. Yep. Had two in the '91 draft. Went in the first round. So what I'm saying is that let's say these two teams, instead of picking these two guys that suck, pick two defenders. And then you scroll down here. I think you, what I'm getting at, Juan, is that I think you got a better chance almost. See Browning Nagel. Let's count the quarterbacks in the first two rounds, just since this is why we got '91 up. So you got four quarterbacks. Only one of them was good in the first two rounds in 1991. So what I'm saying is the other teams, they would have done a better chance picking a, a actual football player, like Ricky Waters. The Jets could have had Ricky Waters or Browning Nagel. Ricky Waters or Dan McGuire in Seattle. Ricky Waters. But but in, you make the point, obviously, that some teams need a quarterback. So yeah. the, you got you got to pick the quarterback. Um, oh, what I'm getting at is on, on the value of the, the way the draft's been the past few years, just watching these – Dak was fourth-round pick. Oh, and that's what I meant – I guess that's what I mean more by anything, by adequate play, that 
if you get the right guy and 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 do right with him and and like the whole Trent Dilfer, the whole Joe Flacco, these guys that uh, the the ones that don't throw the guys open, I think the Andy Daltons. I think if you would wait second, third, fourth round pick, they would you would do a lot better. Uh, what was it, Hunter? You said you'd, you'd about pick a quarterback in the fifth round every year, maybe. Uh, well, that's you know that's what a lot of people are that are on the higher media. They're like, well, why would you not draft a quarterback in the fifth, the sixth round every year? You know, we have so many seasons where big name quarterbacks get hurt. And then teams are scrambling. They can't all be like the Saints who have Teddy Bridgewater in the waiting. You know, they all start scrambling. Then that's where you start seeing them picking up guys off of the street Mm -hmm. that played a few years ago. I hate those 45 game day rosters. That's what I'm saying. And and you can't have a backup. You can't have a third quarterback. You just draft a guy in the fifth round. He doesn't even have to be the future of the team. Isn't it funny? Gardner Minshew was a fifth to sixth round pick. I can't remember which one he was drafted in. And he went out there and played fantastic when Nick Foles came to, went down. Mm-hmm. And you know what that did for him? It not only showed Jacksonville, okay, if Nick Foles doesn't come back from injury looking 100% or looking like how we gave him this money, mm-hmm. we can roll with Gardner Minshew. We got lucky. We got, All we got to do is pay him a very cheap rookie contract. But say Nick Foles does come back and looks like how you were expecting him to look, and you're winning some games, well, that doesn't mean Gardner Minshew's bad. That means Gardner Minshew is now tradable. Yeah. He now, got ha- he now has value. Yeah. So why would you not draft somebody every year where, think about it, why did Jacoby Brissett get a job? Because he went out there when Tom Brady and Garoppolo got hurt. Why did Garoppolo get a job? That's what everybody was saying about Kyle Allen. If Kyle Allen stays out here and they consider going back to Cam and he has more success, then Kyle Allen just pulled a Jimmy Garoppolo and went out and got himself paid. So if you're a NFL franchise, if there's an, a you-cannot-miss transcendent talent coming out at quarterback, take it if you've got the pick. Maybe take another one. Washington did it the year we drafted RG3. We took Robert Griffin the third, and, second. And took Kirk Cousins. Took yeah. Kirk Cousins in the third right. or fourth round. And see, and that was the point I was going to make. Like, hmm. if you already got a quarterback or you've already drafted. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying about taking one late. But if you don't have a quarterback, like, there's no way, that, you know, that if you need a quarterback, you ain't had a quarterback in years, like, there's no way. That the first quarterback you take off the board, you can get him in the first, in the fifth, sixth round. Like if you if you already got a starter, then yeah, it's a good idea to go ahead and and take one in the fifth round, you know, and and may or may not have to play him. But if you're looking for a starter for this year, I don't think people go out looking for their starter in the fifth round. Is is just just the point I was trying to make. Oh, obviously. Sure. But now if he becomes good, then it's it's a win win, and that's that's what happened with you had with with Dak. With Kirk Cousins, you know, with, you know, the other guys. Look at this dude, man. You back. What? <laughs> he, Kevin Hastings is relentless. Hey. <laughs> I hit that page about 20 minutes ago, and it just now came up. We ain't even got to it yet. Hold on. I, was, I happened to look at the screen the other day. Kevin had a complete breakdown mm-hmm. of the Seattle game. When the Panthers played them in the in the right. playoffs in 2016, right. Right. play for play, right, right. <laughs> right, because I had a point to make, right, right. So because I don't like people using their 
sports memories instead of the actual oh, what happened. here we go. Instead of actual what happened. Here we go. Now, that's not a, it's a sports memory because I watched the game. Right. Ah, well. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? <laughs> Man. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, move to, let's move to something. Let's go move ahead. to something. Go ahead. Let's, you got a few minutes left to finish up the show. Yeah. You want to just... Uh, we, 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 what's so funny is we opened up the show with the Charlotte Hornets, and then it went right into football. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows you how irrelevant NBA still kind of is right now. And I, I'm okay with admitting I think the yeah. NBA is still irrelevant at this point. NFL, when the NFL, NFL when playoff, the, when playoff football is done and college football national championship is done, then, hey, absolutely, yeah. that will be the only thing I have to watch. So we can go ahead and talk a little bit about the NBA. We don't have to talk about the Hornets in particular and how they, you know, had a 10-point lead on the Toronto Raptors, blew it to go to overtime and end up losing by two. So, you know, that's a Charlotte Hornets type of loss. You get so close and you just shit the bed. That's exactly what happens. I'm so tired of them. You're just tired of the Hornets as a franchise? I, 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 I am. I, I really am. I mean, it's just, but but you know, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But do we, it. But we just watched we watched Kimba Walker ball hog for eight years and not win a damn thing. And 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 again, another person like we 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 heap praise on these people for not winning anything. And I don't. I, I'm not here to care about one's feelings. If we win some regular season games, we win. And, and, and you know, I'm a different type of fan. I, I'm. I want. I look at the big picture and that I, I don't care about. Uh, all of those little little whatever little wins that they got the last few years and 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 whatever I just it's just been aggravating to me. Last year we had nine lottery picks and didn't make the playoffs. The Raptors won the championship with zero lottery picks. Do you remember when we were there last year? <laughs> me and Kevin went to cover the Hornets Raptors game. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I got to speak to Kawhi, not toot my own horn, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, and what was he went, ah. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. He did give me a chuckle. Oh, yeah? yeah, he did. It was kind of funny. Um, but this was one of the things, though, that speaks to just what what Kevin was just talking about. How he he's looking big picture. Do you know who won that night between the Raptors and the Hornets? This is one of the final games of the year. I think they only had one more game before it was playoff time. Do you know who won? Charlotte. Oh yeah. They beat the Raptors. Eh. Actually, yes. Okay. It, could, it came down to Kawhi Leonard missing a buzzer beater. Oh, Literally okay. from the same exact corner, he hit the quadruple doink-looking thing yeah. against the 76ers. But I want you to think big picture. So the Hornets won that night. Did they play in the playoffs? What that get, no. Wasn't that the game that got stuck? Yeah, it got it stuck. It got stuck on the game. It got stuck. Well, so the Hornets didn't play in the playoffs. The Raptors lost that game. What did the Raptors then go on to do? They the went thing. on yeah. to win the whole thing. And I don't care if it was against a subpar. They didn't have everybody on their team. Golden State team. I am the one Toronto, of those people that believe that. Too. Toronto so, still had to make it through the Eastern they Conference. Did. They, did. they had to go through Giannis and all the young they, guns they, they, at the 76ers. Hey, they, they earned it. I can agree I, that they I earned it. Just, so, all right. This, I can agree that I don't think they beat a fully healthy Golden State team, but yeah. they still won it. They still won it. This, yeah, and I'm this, not taking no this, props away from that. This does, but doesn't have to have Cam. Do you think Kimba is the greatest Hornet ever? And that's 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 what I'm getting at with these. I mean, pe- I kind of guess you, you 
Does you gotta Jeff, say that. Does, isn't Why? he the points all time points scorer? He is. But he never won a playoff series. No, so let me ask you this. You series. Not 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 the I'm not saying of, he didn't make it to the finals. He right. never won a playoff no, series. The city of Charlotte. Right. In general, stars starves for a star athlete. Why year. is Glenn Rice not the greatest Charlotte Hornet ever? Because it's okay, let me ask you. Let me say this. It's it's if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a horrible team, at least have one star on it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? At least make me want to come to the game. You know, I don't know what, what ticket about sales Glenn are doing. I love Glenn Rice. I put Glenn Rice on my Why is he not to get Get this. He won a playoff series. He did. He won a championship with my Lakers. Get this. He was the all-star game. MVP. M. Lit it up. V. P. Lit it up. He was. Will Kimba ever be an MVP of an all-star game? Not with the guys he's dealing with right now. Did he win a no. playoff series in Charlotte? No. So that that's my argument is that Glenn Rice is. He was not only won a playoff series, he was the freaking All Star Game MVP with Michael Jordan on the court. So, so Kevin, well then let me ask you this. You know, you just said that you're tired, like you're just tired of the Hornets. Right. Well, what well, what do they're, they they're, do? They're then? pinning they're pinning roses. The, the whole Kimba thing is that we pin a rose on Kimba's nose saying he's the greatest. For what though? Well, it I doesn't know. mean well, anything. Well, let's get past the so, fact so, that you're, you know, that you don't like right, that. Pre or post Kimba? No, I'm just telling you what. I'm just telling you what can they do now that would maybe make this, you? Yeah, this this now. team, this team. With Kimba, they needed, and, and with and and without him right now, this is what they need because they've got basically baby Kimba and Devontae. Here's what they haven't had since Glenn Rice. Kind of, sort of had it with Stephen Jackson, wing scoring. I agree. They never have it. The Charlotte Hornets never have wing scoring. Every draft is point guard, Big ball man. handling, and we need a shot blocker and a rebounder. Every draft, shot blocker and a rebounder. Shot Frank, blocker and a rebounder. Frank Kaminsky. We never get a <sighs> scorer. Why can we never get someone? If I was in the NBA drafting teams, because obviously the Hornets, will never, the Hornets will never, they, first of all, they'll never, they'll never they get a the score. They'll never get a free agent. They draft for the score. They Who? did. He was a scorer in college, Malik Monk. He's, but he was. But he. But they drafted him to score. They did, and he didn't pan out. What I will agree. Wait, yeah. What position does he play? Shooting, shooting guard. guard. He was the best shooting guard in the in the draft that year. I don't even remember that draft. That's how I remember. Uh, he was like eleventh or something. Like he was. Because uh, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if he was the best shooting guard in that draft. I'd have man, to look. He gave carolina the business dog and still lost to luke may it's okay it's um, okay but yeah. De'Aaron fox right. was the best one on that team the point guard for kentucky no kentucky beat us that year if i ain't mistaken didn't they put us no they lost well they may have beat us in the regular season but north carolina with the I'm jumper sure. the shot hurt around north carolina when luke may in the no this four. wasn't luke may he didn't play against luke may this was recent yes he did no not malik monk yes i promise no, it bro. was the year malik monk played on the team that North Carolina beat in the playoffs. Oh, Luke it, May, Luke May. I'm thinking yeah. about Sean May. Excuse me. My yeah, bad, Luke my bad, May. my bad. Yeah. Luke May. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Excuse he did. Me. He did. My he did. bad. Excuse me. He did. I was thinking Sean May. What was I thinking? Oh, I was looking for this. Because I saw an interesting stat to go along with what, um, what Kevin had said about how, you know, Charlotte keeps getting these guards and these big men. And, and, and this just, to me, keeps screaming why I think Coach Borrego – is a damn idiot. You have okay? to hit on these on these drafts. You do picks. have to and hit on drafts, and they've missed on most of them. Most of them. But so. but 
So they lose last night, or no, Wednesday night, to the Toronto Raptors. And we'll wrap it up, absolutely. And I'll wrap it up with this. So we lose the Toronto Raptors. Do you want to know who the leading scorer for the Toronto Raptors was that game? It was Serge Ibaka. He had 23 points, okay? (laughs) He had 23 points. Pascal Siakam was not playing, and he is the guy that always leads him, right? He's like a small forward. They started Bismack Biombo. Do you want to know how many points Biombo had that night? Eight. And he had seven rebounds. Okay, do you know who they were bringing off the bench for center? It was Tyler Zeller. He had 14 points and eight yeah. rebounds. So he he, he out-rebounded him by one. Yeah. So if you can't play Borrego, the guys, and put them in position to win, then you'll never be successful. You'll always be subpar but not bad enough. We yeah. traded Dwight Howard for Timothy Mozgov. Then traded Mozgov to get Biombo back. Like, we got rid of him the first they, time. They really like Biombo. MKG was picked second. 25 years ago, we've never got rid of him. Just awful. I know people, I know 25 people that could beat M- MKG in a freaking one-on-one. Sport. Not one-on-one. Oh. <laughs> in, in, a, in a game no, of horse. <laughs> in a game of horse. I'm not doing that. Anyway. All right, guys. Uh, we've had a fun day. Uh... Tomorrow, Saturday morning, pick us up. Saturday morning, Sports Talk, KBC Broadcasting. Hunter, Terry, Tom, and the gang will be here tomorrow. We'll see you guys Monday for college football predictions.